Another frustrating loss. Same old, same old. They are the most inconsistent, consistent team in baseball. Give them that. At least they're consistent at being inconsistent. Thanks for joining, guys. Uh, John is still out tonight. John will be back. Yes, <laughs> it's solo gym tonight. John is uh, still out. He'll be back Thursday. I just got back in town uh, the other night, so missed the last couple wrap-up shows, but I'm glad I returned for this one. Again, Padres lose 4-1. It's the same pattern they've been dealing with for the last, what, week? Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Eight runs, one run. Five runs, one run. Six one, six runs, one one. I can't. Even I mean, it's just it's. I mean, what do you say at this point? It's just the most frustrating team to watch in all of baseball. I mean, there's nothing else really to be said. I mean, we can dive in deeper in this game, but. Until they start winning at a consistent pace, and until they, until they start, you know, playing better baseball, this is what they are—just the most inconsistent, consistent team ever. So, here we are again, talking about another Padres loss. Uh, if you guys want to send a super chat in the show, much appreciated. I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold sore in my mouth, so I'm uh, playing injured tonight. A little tough after doing a three-hour radio show today solo and then it's a little cold sore, so I'm trying not to hurt it even more. Um, so I'm like the Padres. I'm just I'm sucking right now. Um, if No? Okay. Uh, if you guys want to send a super chat in, much appreciated. We'll get all the super chats here in a bit also uh link at the top of the chat the uh foco bobbleheads we are uh doing a sale right now you receive 60 percent off all in-stock bobbleheads does not apply to any pre-orders this offer ends thursday june 8th at 8 59 p.m again the, the link is in the top of the chat go there right now again apologies guys i'm dealing with a cold sore and uh if fiance girl would look at her phone, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Cause I need water. But, uh, all right, let's get to some super chats here. Appreciate you guys. Again, I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Fiance. <laughs> all right. Let's get some super chats here. Um, one soda walks says, uh, scored one run after I predicted one to two here yesterday. Guess what? Tomorrow they're going to win, um, six to two. Like they're going to score at least five runs tomorrow. Five plus tomorrow. And then when they go to Colorado, if the, any of those games, they score just one run, then we got some big problems. And I feel like I've been saying that a lot, like always big problems, always big problems, always big problems inconsistent inconsistent that was the theme of today's john and jim show was i you just can't take this team seriously until one they're above 500 and two they could put together a winning streak or at least play consistently good baseball so at this point in time at 28 and 33 it's just you can't take them seriously you just can't they're they're an unserious baseball team right now Again, I apologize, guys. The cold sore is not doing me any favors tonight. But I appreciate you guys being here anyway. This is going to be a subdued gym tonight. I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to go crazy. Um, because it's like you're numb to this right now. Like, aren't you, as a Padres fan this year, just numb to this? You know, all these expectations, all these things that were promised right still could happen there's still 101 games left I'm not saying the season's over if you're saying the season's over i don't know what to tell you but 
as a Padres fan, man, you have to feel so frustrated with what's, what hap- is happening this year. I mean, the signings they've made, the money they've spent, and you get this. Just this, just beyond frustrating. Uh, Michael says, hey, John, hope your dad's doing better. I can confirm that his dad is doing better. Everything was a success today. So uh, prayers to John's dad. And it uh, looks like he's going through, uh, you know, just recovering right now. And everything's everything's better. Everything's good. So it's great news to hear. I'm sure that uh, once I pass that along to John, he'll uh, be very thankful. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's get to some more super chats here. Thanks, Vector. Appreciate it, man. Just uh, damning to see how they can't even win twice. I know. It, it, this team hasn't won more than three games in a row all year. They haven't put together a winning streak of more than three games this season. So at this point in time, what makes you believe that they can do that? I mean, you got to be super optimistic to believe it, but even the most optimistic person in the world has to tell, has to know that they're just going off of blind faith because there's nothing that has, this team has shown to give them any reason to fully believe that they can do it. The only reason why they're saying it is because they just have blind faith that they can. And that's all you go off right now is blind faith. Can they win five games in a row? Yeah, they can. I could go outside and find a $10 bill on the ground right now. You know, this stupid fucking cold sore in my mouth can go away. But until you see it happen, until you see it, it's hard to, to, to say those things. Yeah, the game went twice in a row. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the super chat. It says, uh, same old song, win one, lose one. That's the motto. Mm-hmm. One step forward, one step back with this team. They are consistently inconsistent, and who knows if it's changing anytime soon. It, it, until you see it, then you're just going to have to go off of what they do in real time. And in real time, in most of the games, they look lifeless. And then watch tomorrow. They're going to go and score seven runs. And everyone's going to be like, yay, season's turned around. But is it? No. Not until they're above 500. Until they're, it's, while they remain under 500, this team is uh, can't be taken seriously. I'm sorry. They just can't. I mean, even if they win three games in a row, that's great. But they're still under 500. They're just a bad baseball team. They're a bad baseball team right now. Uh, thanks, J.D. Goucher, for the super chat. They must not be playing at home. It's bizarre. Oh, must not like playing at home. I mean, you're 12 and four, You're twelve and 18 at home this year. I'm not counting the two wins in Mexico City, even though they count towards the home record. So they're 14 and 18 at home. But they're really 12 and 18 at Petco Park with 22 sellouts. I mean... That's ridiculous. That's embarrassing to have the fans show up night in and night out and put out a product on the field like that. That's embarrassing. And you're Pierce either sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Pay all this money and this is what the fans at home get. And if I'm a fan, like I'm pissed too, man. You go to the game, spend a boatload of money. And you watch that shit product. No fan wants that. No fan wants that. It is bizarre. It's hard to explain. Um, and until they, if they don't turn it around at home this year, which there's still a lot of games left, but you know, that's, it's plain and simple. Either you turn it around at home and you still play the way you play on the road. They played really well on the road. You, that's what you want to see from a team on the road around 500 on the road. You play 600 ball at home. You win 90 plus games. Easy, easy math. Even I can do that math and I'm, I suck at math. But if you aren't going to do that at home, then you need to play lights out on the road and they're not playing lights out on the road. So either the changes at home 
or they're screwed. Plain and simple. Thanks, uh, 619 Cam. Appreciate the super chat. It says, Jekyll and Hyde team, and I have to pay an extra $19.99 per month to watch this. I want to believe we will go on a run and trying to keep the faith. By no means should anybody not keep the faith with this team, and by no means should anybody jump off a metaphorical bandwagon or just, you know, not watch this team play or not root for this team or anything until they are officially eliminated which there's a long ways to go for that, right? Then you have to believe, because it's all you got, that this team can actually turn it around and do something. Now, if they go 15 games under 500, then yeah, you're thrown in the white, you weren't thrown in the towel and the season's over. It's done. Um, I mean, even 10 games under 500, I, I feel like that is such an uphill climb with how this team has played this year that that you almost have no faith at all that they can get that they can turn that around. I mean, if you're hovering around the five, four, three, five, you know, games under 500 range, just have a great week and you're above 500, but this team hasn't had a great week all year. It's, it feels like maybe one, maybe one, they've had maybe one good week all year. And I'm not talking about like a, you win, you know, go four and two. I'm talking about like a, it's like a six game sweep of the week. And they haven't done it all this year so it's just it's just so frustrating to watch yeah tomorrow they should score five runs <laughs> right i mean that's just what we're doing that's what they're doing right now sergio makes a good point this is the type of team that looks like an 82 and 82 team they just do they don't look like a team that right now can win 90 plus games they don't look like a team that could win a World Series. They don't look like any of that. They look like a well below average baseball team that is at times going to look like one of the best teams in baseball. And then half the time they look like they don't even know how to play baseball. And that's the sign of a bad baseball team. You know, for whatever reason, they just can't put it together. They just can't. So, again, I apologize. I got like a little, I got a cold sore in my mouth. I'm trying not to talk too much just because, you know, John's gone and got to do a show tomorrow and then another wrap-up show tomorrow. So, uh, I apologize if I sound like a weirdo that can't speak, even though I always sound like a weirdo that can't speak. That's how it is. I'm hurting. Padres are hurting. Everyone's hurting right now. Not great times, guys. Not good times. All right, let's get some more super chats here. Uh, Big Yawn SD says, I'm done with these scrubs. Waste of time and money going to these games every day. They don't deserve these sellouts, fire prowler, fire bowmill. And hey, if you want to go that route, then I'm not stopping you. But I'm just telling you, probably should wait. Just wait it out. I, you know, it's it's not the end of the world, but it is frustrating as hell. And I get it, man. I get it. This is some frustrating shit. This is not a team. Like, if this was the 2018 Padres, you'd be like, not the. It's fine. We're on 500. Maybe they can make a run. It's a. You know, we'll see what happens. Like, oh, I like this player. Like, you know. But this team is a team that you expect to have. Goals are World Series, man. Goals are one of the best teams in baseball. And not even close to that. They aren't even close to being considered one of the best teams in baseball. They're closer to the Reds right now than they are to the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, if they have a bad week, say they lose tomorrow, all right? And if they have a bad weekend in Colorado, you're looking at yourself as a last place baseball team in the National League West. That's how close they are to being a last place team. Just one bad weekend in Colorado. And guess where they play this weekend? In Colorado. And do they play well in Colorado? Not particularly. Not the last couple of years. 
So put your big boy pants on and start playing better baseball or you're going to be in last place. In last place in June in 2023 with the expectations of World Series. That's pretty bad. That's, that's I mean, it's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean... Thanks, Thomas. Jim nailing it. It's not a serious team for consideration in the playoffs. Not going to make the playoffs or middle of the road. I'm not going to say they're not going to make it the playoffs. Um, I won't go there. Not yet. No, no, no. Because I still think they can make the playoffs. And with the expanded postseason, you got six teams. Look, win, 80, win 87 games and you're in. But that's the problem. I think the Mendoza line for wins that you have to get to make the postseason is 87. Can they win 87 games this year with what you've seen? Uh, maybe. That's the problem. <laughs> like, they're not on a pace to win 87 games. They're on a pace to win, like, 78. <laughs> and that's a problem. But they're not a serious baseball team right now. And I can't take them seriously until they're above 500. So either go on a six-game winning streak or, I don't know, like just play better baseball. Win two, lose one. Win two, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win three, lose one. Win three, lose two. Not this win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Lose two. Win two. Like, this whole thing is is just the most frustrating thing on the planet. I mean, if you're a baseball, if you're a Padres fan, you are just so freaking frustrated. And I completely understand. It's hard, man. It is hard to watch this team play baseball at times. Thanks for the super chat, Brett. It says, what sucks more with star power, 23 and 23 Padres or, or Fast and Furious 10? <laughs> Well, I haven't seen Fast and the Furious 10 yet, so I can't say. But as of right now, I'm going with the 2023 Padres suck more than Fast and Furious 10. I love the Fast and Furious franchises. Um, I'm a Fast and Furious franchise honk. Uh, you know, Dom Toretto, you know, Paul Walker till I die, Brian till I die, Ryder dies. And I have to say, this Padres team is way more of a failure right now than Fast and Furious 10. Um, all right, let's get to... Hold on a second here. Let's get to Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor of the wrap-up show. Without Mark, this... I mean, honestly, Mark was here since the beginning. Um, without Mark, this thing probably doesn't get off the ground. And... If you need any type of insurance, life insurance, homeowners insurance, um, you know, whatever the case may be, go to Mark right now. You can save up to $750 or more by switching your insurance to Mark. Auto, home, life insurance, renter's insurance, you know, Mark is the guy to go to. He is a lifelong Padres fan. He's loyal to the wrap-up show. We love Mark. You love Mark. Go to Mark Nimitz for all your insurance needs. Again, all his information is always on the screen at any time during the show. Go to mnimitz at farmersagent.com. That's mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to Mark about any type of insurance needs that you have, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. All right. So, again, I, I think... Uh, one cave scout talking about Manny Machado. Um, Manny Machado's year so far is tied to the Padres. You know, three for four last night. Yay, it's great. Over three tonight. Strikeout in a big situation. He doesn't perform. The Padres aren't going to win. Plain and simple. And until you get Manny back, 
to being Manny, you're going to be a average team at best. It's plain and simple. Manny's Manny's what is makes this team go. It it is. And if he can't get things going, and if he's going to have this type of year, then you're going to see this type of year from the Padres. I think it's pretty simple. I mean, Juan Soto, since his hot May, has cooled off significantly. Significantly. And Juan Soto's been great, but uh, he's two for his last 23. And 11 for his last 45. So he's cooled off. And if Manny's not doing anything... And Tatis is average. Then you're going to have an average baseball team. You know, and Xander Bogart's dealing with the bum wrist. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are going on right now that are are, are not good. And, and Manny is the engine for this team and the straw that stirs the drink. Plain and simple. And if he's not going to do what Manny did last year, or at least comparable to what he did last year, then you're dealing with a team that's going to be around 500. You can't go... You, if I looked at Manny's stats at the end of the year and he hit 245 with 24 homers and 72 RBIs, I would tell you the Padres had a bad season. I think it's pretty easy to see that. Now, if Manny ends the year like 270 with like 28 home runs and like 85 RBIs with an OPS around 850, then I'd say yeah, the Padres turned it around and... They definitely made the postseason. So I'm not saying it all hinges on Manny, but if you're the leader of this team, man, you got to step up and you got to start performing. You got to start performing. Look, I I think, you know, the bashing of Juan Soto's, there's... We've seen Juan Soto be great. All right. Juan Soto can be great. Um, the problem with his season so far is the problem with the Padres inconsistency, inconsistent up and down all around this lineup. I mean, Jake Cronenworth, I mean, every day that contract is like, why did you give out that $80 million contract right now? Why did you do that? He's hitting under 200. Odor is like a 200. I mean, we're literally in situations this year, like tonight, hoping from a big hit from Gary Sanchez. If you told me the start of the season that on June 6th, every Padres fan and would be sitting on their couch or whoever watching the game and saying that we just need a big hit right now and we are putting all of our chips on, on Gary Sanchez. <laughs> then I would tell you something went horribly wrong. And right now something's gone wrong and it's still hard to pinpoint exactly what it is. Because they're not dealing with a bunch of injuries. They're dealing with a couple. But like, what is it? Why can't this team get off the ground? Why can't this team be consistent? Why can't this team play good baseball? You know, and you play for one run in this game. In the third inning, like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Playing for one run? I mean, okay. How about how about this have a little loftier goals, guys? How about we, like, play for breakout innings? How about we not just play for one run? How about that? You know? I thought another embarrassing moment of tonight was when you had... Munoz on the mound for Seattle and they pinch hit for Austin Ola. I mean, that's embarrassing because the guy on the mound is the guy that you traded away for Austin Ola, who you just benched and pinch hit for. You know, I don't want to get into the whole dissection of AJ Preller until the end of the season, but like circle that right there as another moment of like kind of incompetence. <laughs> Another mess up, another fuck up. All right. Save it, stash it, put it away. We'll talk about it later. You know, 
I mean, this lineup, you got Cronworth, Dixon, Odor, Nola. <laughs> I mean, really? Come on. There's no inconsistency with this lineup at all. And, and yeah, exactly right. Change. Change out Surfo. It was the biggest cell phone of all time. <laughs> Pinch hitting Austin Nola against the guy that you traded him for. I mean, come on, God, just a fucking shit show, man. And I'm glad I can cuss on this because I can't cuss on the radio and it's just change. Oh, surfo. Thank you. Yeah. It's just because sometimes all you can do with this team is just curse. Cause what else can you do? Nothing. Man, it's bad. Just very, very bad. Very, very bad. Um, all right, let's get into Aura. Will is a lifelong Padres fan. He is the co-founder of Aura. Go to their website, www.ora.organic to get all... Oh, thanks, chat AI, Jim, for joining the chat. Um, go to their website right now to get everything that you need to live a healthy lifestyle. All of their supplements are plant-based and organic. It's the healthiest on the market. Uh, when you go there, check out some of their pre-workout powders, the stuff that I take, their protein powders, their uh, fish oil pills, everything that you need to live a healthy lifestyle. You got it at Aura. Again, you can get 10% off your first order right there if you just sign up with your email address. And uh, I guarantee you, you will thank us later. Andrew, Andrew asked a Andrew has asked the $1 million question. Will we ever go on a winning streak? Well, first we have to define what a winning streak is, and that would be winning more than two games in a row. So to get to a winning streak, that means they would have to get to three games in a row. And they've only done that two times this year. Now, to God forbid win more than three games in a row, that would be tough. And I don't know if they can actually do it because that's a very hard thing to do is win more than three games in a row, right? I feel like I'm talking to a child. This team is like talking to a child. Can you guys win more than three games in a row? It's this simple. You win one game and then you win the next game and then you win the game after that. And then guess what? You win the game after that. And that means you won four games in a row. That would be the longest winning streak of this season. Can we do that, guys? No? Okay. Fuck off. You can't, you can't win through three games in a row. Like, what are we doing? Thanks, J.D. Gaucho, for the super chat. Bat Noel leadoff. What's there to lose? Have fun. If, dude, if they bat Noel leadoff, this fan base will literally go freaking nuclear. Pitchforks, everything. You kidding me? <laughs> that would be the freaking, oh my God, death nail. That's a like, hey, fire me. Hey, hey, hey uh, uh, Seidler, uh, Preller, I want you guys to fire me right now. That's Bob Melvin looking up at the press box, talking to AJ Preller and Peter Seidler. Fire me. I'm going to bat Nola leadoff tonight, so I want you guys to fire me. I'm talking like that, Ben, because one, I have a cold sore. Two, I'm talking like that because this team is like a child. They have, they're just one moment, they're good. Next moment, they're bad. They can't have any consistency, and I'm treating them as such. A team that can't get their shit together and a team that refuses to win back-to-back -back games, and a team that refuses to win more than three games in a row all season, and a team that is so fucking stubborn to do that that they need to be talked to like they're children, and they're a team that can't be taken seriously until said winning streak happens or they get above 500. So until then, they're going to be treated as such, like children, that literally all they do is misbehave and never listen. That's why I was talking like that. Am I 
stupid mouth. And I'm soft. Whatever. Yes, I am losing my mind. Thanks, uh, Rome loves Dan. I'm absolutely, I am losing my mind. I'm trying not to, but man, this has been the, this has been rough. Hmm. It's been bad. Um, what's Barry Bonds doing right now? Riding a bicycle somewhere. All right, let's get some more super chats here. Thanks, Jim, Russell, AI for the super chat. What a roller coaster ride with this pathetic team. Yeah, roller coaster is an understatement. It is the ultimate up, down, up, down, up down there's never consistency it's never a smooth ride at any point it's either going to be like like a like thrilling ride or you're literally going to want to throw up everywhere that's how this team operates either you have fun or you throw up there's no in between no in between with this team but thanks for the super chat jim Russell AI. <laughs> Appreciate it. Andrew asks, uh, what will happen first? Jim gets married or are we go on a winning streak? Well, my wedding's not until next year. So that would mean they would not be able. <laughs> that means they would go through the entire year of 2023 without going on a winning streak longer than three games. <sighs> I'm going to say the Padres is going on a winning streak because if it gets to my marriage next year, and this team still hasn't won more than three games in a row, <laughs> people will be fired. People should be fired. And people will be traded. Because you can't go that long dealing with that shit. No chance. Um, good news of the night, though. There's some good news of the night. And that's... Ethan Salas hit a home run in his major league debut in, I believe, Fresno. Not his major league debut, but his pro debut. Major league debut, no. <laughs> He's not at the big league level yet. But for Lake Elsinore, he hit his first professional home run in Fresno, and it was a blast. This guy could be an absolute stud. Not say I'm not going to say will be because I've seen Padres prospects before that were supposed to be good and they turned up shit and then they were traded away and they were good for other teams. But that kid could be very special. He could be somebody that you could build around for, you know, 10, 15 years. But here's the problem with all of that. That shit won't happen for another at least three seasons. Minimum. You're not going to see... Uh, and, and if Preller's still here, he might be fucking crazy enough to do it. But do you honestly see a team handing in a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old the keys to the car to be the catcher and the backstop of the team every day? Every day? I mean, if Ethan Salas was 18 years old and doing this, then I would say, okay, give it another year, maybe two. He's 20 years old. You can see how it goes, right? But he's still, he's only 16 years old, guys. He's going to need a lot more time down there. I don't care how great he is right now. And no team's giving up, giving him everyday catching opportunities at 18 years old. Unless he literally is the next coming of like Johnny Bench. Then great. Give him everyday. But, I mean, 17 years old, sorry. I, I just, it's hard to envision that. It's hard to envision that right now. But, hey, he could be that guy. He could be that guy for this Padres team. And I just love watching him play, and I love the rise, you know, the rise that he has had through the system so far uh, with this team. It's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, so that's the good news of the night. Ethan Salas. 
the only player that potentially the Padres will have that is homegrown talent. I mean, they have no homegrown talent on this team. None. None. It's it's amazing. I mean, you're kind of a loss for words at times. Like, what else is there to say? Because they do this, they, they just do the same thing over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over again. You're right. Here's some other good news tonight. Brandon says, uh, Swords soon will be back. It'll be nice. Yeah. Robert's, well, again, knock on wood, fingers crossed. Uh, Robert Suarez, according to Bob Melvin today, was going to start throwing again. And that's good news. But, with any injury with the Padres, I'm on the side of I'll believe it when I see it, especially arm injuries, because I just don't trust this team when it comes to arm injuries. They are, I feel like, one of the worst teams in baseball dealing with arm injuries. You know, it's just it's just a, a mess. And so I won't get excited fully until I see Robert Suarez back on the mound in a, in a Padres uniform. Because he can go through rehab assignments and then all of a sudden, oh no, he felt something in his arm. And we've dealt with that way too much with this team. So it's a wait and see. But it's good to see. It is good to hear that, hey, he's going to start throwing again. If 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 you heard from Bob Melvin, yeah, he's just not throwing. Then it'd be like, okay, yeah, we're not going to see him. And Robert Suarez isn't the end all be all to them winning games. The bullpen is not the issue tonight. You know, even though tonight they get up the runs, but like, the bullpen hasn't been the main problem with this team. It's been the offense. If Robert Suarez was a 30 home run hitter, then like, yeah, Robert Suarez could change everything, but he's a relief pitcher, a guy who's going to make 50 to 60 appearances a year. I mean, it'd be great to have Robert Suarez. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he's not the reason why they're losing these games. I'll tell you that. Thanks, infamous. HNIC says our hitting coach was below average was a below average hitter in the pros. How can you teach our hitters anything or make them improve? Um, I understand the questions coming from, but at the same time, you know, the hitting coach is not the main problem. Is he a issue? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Flaherty is a guy that is around because he's made Machado's buddy. Plain and simple. He's not there because of his track record or, or anything like I mean, he's there because he's Manny's buddy. And if Manny wants his buddy there, then Manny's going to get his buddy there. All right. Ryan Christensen's there to doodle on baseballs and draw up nice lineup cards. Um, you know, it, it's the, the, the issues with this team and hitting coaches, right? That's surface level shit. That goes, this goes way deeper and it's an organizational thing. This is not just a hitting coach. This is not just, you know, one guy that's trying to help these guys out. This is a uh, organizational dysfunction from the top down when it comes to, uh, development and it comes to hitting approach and philosophy and while they know more baseball than i'll ever know my entire life i watch and you watch and you see what happens on the field and you tell me that what they're doing is right because for the last since you know what is it I, Eight years, nine years, however long Preller's been here, probably what, nine years, but nine years, forever, or however long Preller's been here. And you watch this team and the amount of hitting coaches that they've gone through. And you watch the philosophy and you watch the players that have been, been called here and the players that have been traded here and the players that are signed. And you tell me, is it the hitting coach or is it the organizational issues that run deeper than just the hitting coach? Because I go with the latter. So blame the hitting coach all you want. Okay. And maybe the hitting coaches and whatever aren't doing their jobs that they should be doing. Okay. But there's a guy who hires those guys. There's a guy who 
has the analytic department give analytics to those guys to give to those players. And for me, I look at this team and how it's run and who's put into positions and who's hired. And I just watch the games. And if you just watch the games, then you'll know what the answer is to what the problem is. And that's that. <laughs> so let me hitting coach all you want, but think about it. Like go deeper than just hitting coaches. Who hired the hitting coach? Who's in the analytic department? Who hired and put together the analytic department? Right? Who exactly? That's all you need to know. <sighs> yeah. All right. Um, hold on a second here, guys. Let me pull this up real quick here. Uh, da, da, da. All right, guys. Pulled this up. Thanks for dealing with me tonight with my stupid cold sore. I appreciate you guys all being here. Um. Do let's get to underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy. Sign up now with promo code pods wrap and uh, you'll double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of ten dollars or more. Deposit a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars free. No waivers, trades, or lineup settings. Um, you know, promo code pods wrap. You bet, you know, ten dollars, you can win a hundred dollars. Um, Use our promo code to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 in the pick em. Uh It is easy. It's simple. You see we do it all the time. Underdogfantasy.com. Go there right now. When you sign up, use our promo code PODSWRAP and uh, start winning some money, you guys. It's that simple. Um, okay. Man. Word of advice. Never fucking have a cold sore. And also never have a job where you have to talk all the time. If you have a cold sore. Because then you're screwed. Yeah. My cold sore has more fight than the Padres team. RH says, uh, took an L by not rehiring Bochi. A lot of teams took an L by not rehiring Bruce Bochy. All right. Um, if you're not aware, the Texas Rangers are fucking great. And they just lost um, DeGrom today for the rest of the year and into next year with Tommy John. That's a team. If, you know, you're dealing with any adversity or whatever, you have the right guy. I'm not saying Bob Melvin's not the right guy. This is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is uh, you look at the way that that team is and the way the team is structured. Chris Young's doing a damn good job as general manager there. Um, a lot of teams missed out on Bruce Bochy. I still like Bob Melvin. I do. I like him. I like Bob Melvin a lot. I just think that he's hamstrung by a lot of things that are out of his control. One being it roster construction, which is at times absolute shit. I mean, what's Bob Melvin supposed to do with the things he's given? Like, if you're Gordon Ramsay, and I give you a Snickers bar, a bag of Pringles chips, some lettuce, salt and pepper, and mayonnaise, and then I tell Gordon Ramsay to make me a Michelin star dinner, he's going to look at you and be like, fuck off. I mean, I mean, that's what Bob Bob's, Bob Melvin's given mayonnaise and Pringles and a Snickers bar and like two-day-old Cheetos. And he's being told to go out there and score seven runs a game. 
Now, granted, he does also have a filet mignon steak and some truffles and, you know, uh, like the finest wine that you could have, right? And that's the Machados and the Sotos and the Tatis and the Bogarts of the world. But you're also given, I mean, just a bunch of crap out of the bottom of the garbage. And you're expected to use all of those ingredients and make a five-star Michelin meal. Good luck. <laughs> hey, here's, I mean, Gary Sanchez has been great, but here's Austin Nola. Here's Rugnado Odor. Rugnado has been fine, but here's Brandon Dixon. Here's old man Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter and Trent Grisham. Good luck. Um, thanks, James, for the super chat here. Appreciate it, man. He said, uh, maybe we can make a trade of the deadline. Bob Melvin for Pochi and cast considerations. Let's be real here. If Bob Melvin was traded for Bruce Bochi and Bruce Bochi was here, I think they would still be dealing with the same problems. I, I really do. I think um, the problems with this team aren't if you're if again you're making a list of like, all right, what are the problems with this team? Bob Melvin's not in my top five. He's just not. Bob Melvin can only do so much. I mean, why do you think he only signed a three-year deal here, guys? He didn't sign a five-year deal. He signed a three-year deal. That's like a I'll see how I feel deal. Like, I'm not really too sure about this, but I know that we have potential here and we got some good players and I'll see how we feel. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. And as Rich said, you know, is Melvin really making the lineup every day? Maybe, probably not. Um, do him and AJ get along? Maybe, probably not. Uh, is the analytic department as good as it was in Oakland? Maybe, probably not. Um, if this team had a general manager like Billy Bean or Theo Epstein, would they be in this situation? Probably not. Again, look, I, when the season's over, that's when I'll go full all in on AJ Preller. But you give him, you got to give him at least one year after what he did um, signing Xander Bogarts. And anybody would have signed Xander Bogarts. I mean, let's get, let's get real here. If you said, hey, you have opportunity to sign Xander Bogarts, one of the top 15, 20 players in baseball, would you do it? Yeah, you'd do it. 25 players in baseball, would you do it? Yeah, you'd do it. Okay. Um, would you trade for Josh Hader? Yeah, you'd do it. Would you trade for, for Juan Soto? Yeah, you do it. Those aren't his issues. His issues are rounding out a roster and building a cohesive roster um, with good depth, and he just can't do it. So he's off. he's off the hook for this one year. But, man, if this thing goes south, and if this thing goes bad, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So, let's get to another super chat here. My voice is about to go any second now. YJD says, Manny stands so far away from the plate. Scared? That's just how he stands. That's his batting stance. It's helped him for 10 plus years. I don't think he's going to fix it anytime soon. <laughs> he's been pretty successful with it as well. It's just that low and away slider that he's literally can't not swing at. <laughs> I mean, that sh I mean, you want to know how to get Manny Machado out? Throw him a slider low and away. He's going to swing. Kind of swing. 
Um, all right, guys. So another frustrating loss. Another game they scored one run. So the good news is um, tomorrow night we'll be talking about a six to two victory because that's the way this team operates. They love to toy with you. And uh, tomorrow they'll score six runs. So just go to bed knowing that tomorrow will be a better day. 110 game, game two against the Mariners. Uh, make sure to tune into John and Jim or just Jim, me. Tomorrow, 3 p.m., we have a very special show lined up for you guys tomorrow. The Hardwood and Balls Classic from the Jam Center at San Diego State. It's uh, uh, Jonathan Rifkin versus Ben Fletcher of the morning show. <laughs> and it's going to be. It's going to be a spectacle. Whoa. It's going to be a spectacle. Yeah, I'm losing it, guys. I am. I'm I'm losing it. So join me tomorrow. J.D. Wicker's on the show. Brian, uh, Brian Dutcher. Dave Velasquez. I think we're going to get a player on the show as well. Um, so until then, I want to thank Mark Nimitz, title sponsor. Go to him for all your insurance needs. Aura. Go to Aura to get everything that you need to live a healthier lifestyle and underdog fantasy. Also, Foco, there's a link in the top of the chat here um, for a discount code for any bobbleheads. Doesn't have to be pre-sale bobbleheads. It can be any bobblehead. So go to the top of the chat for that promo code link for Foco bobbleheads. Until until next time. I don't even know what I'm saying because I can't even talk right now. But we'll talk to you tomorrow night on the wrap-up show. Peace out. Bye.